Hi everyone, my name is Jeanette at In My Seams. I'm a fashion TikToker, YouTuber, and Instagram influencer. And today I'm here to tell you about faith and fashion, beauty and insecurity, and everything in between. So please enjoy. Welcome everyone to your uncensored space to realize God's pace and plan for your life. Conversations and messages from people who are true representations of Godsends and will inspire you to experience and become a Godsend for others as well. I'm your host, Raymond Chi, and this is the Godsend Podcast. All right, hello, hello, and welcome to the Godsend Podcast. I'm your host, Raymond Chi, and on today's episode, I have the pleasure of bringing on someone that I haven't seen since they were a little homie per se. Um, and now she is a beautifully grown woman. Um, she is crushing it right now in the beauty and fashion industry. Um, she is a social influencer, content creator, and entrepreneur. And that woman is Miss Janet Juhyun Oak. <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, did I get that? Did yeah. I get that wrong? No, or, no, oh. no. I just didn't expect you did to say it? my. Oh, I did my research, name. girl. I did my research, yeah, I was girl. Like, how do you know my passport name? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. To drop that on you, but no, no, uh, wait. Can. If you don't mind me asking, uh, Ju Hyun has 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 a certain meaning technically to it, right? Yeah. Um, it it means wisdom, uh, Lord's wisdom, or God's get or God's wisdom. Yeah. Sorry, my Korean. How guy. did you know that? Um, I think you mentioned it in one of your videos, um, to be honest. You must have done a deep, deep dive into my videos. <laughs> I don't even remember uh, when I mentioned uh, that video. <laughs> not to be stalkerish or anything like that, too. Um, I believe your boyfriend, you know, I, trust me, it's not like that. Um, I do that for all my guests, but just in respect to you. Um, but sorry yeah, if you took it Yeah, how did you the- know that? Oh, wow. No, 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 not at all. I just, I think that's so surprising. And actually, that's such a good job as a host to know... <laughs> You're- I feel I kind of regret saying that now, to be honest, um, <laughs> almost because like at first I was like, oh, okay, she'll respect that I did my sh-. like because honestly I felt like one of your subscribers for the past week, to be honest. Like, oh, um, I have a newfound respect for makeup and just women, the preparation, women and males, whoever, like just the preparation that goes into all of that. The and, beat. Yeah, how. Um, how dumb found it how how dumb we are as men or just like oblivious to that so respect um definitely got a whole <laughs> 101 tutorial but sorry so janet how are you today i'm doing really well um, thank you for yeah, having me thank you for the protection as you guys can see in the video podcast um just thank you for being protected we're keeping our distance and whatnot with uh, covid getting worse yeah, right now right rising. unfortunately mm-hmm. and I'm sure you've adjusted accordingly to that and we'll get into that. But yeah. um yeah, first if you don't mind, could you kind of take us back to the beginning, like where like it just began, like how you grew up and whatnot, please. Yeah. Um well you know um, mm. you know, how I grew up. Similar to your last guest, Steven. Okay. <laughs> like shout out to Yeah, to my cousin family. Steven. <laughs> um, yeah, I I grew up in La Cañada. Mm. Um I grew up like right up Angeles Crest. Um, and, you know, we, we lived in such a 
I would say well off. Like at the time, I feel like when I think back to that time, I'm like, wow, this place that we lived was insane. It was like just privileged. Yeah. Privileged. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Like very, very blessed. Um, I'm lucky enough to say that because now looking back in my life, I'm like, not a lot of people get to live like that. But at the time I thought everybody lived like that because of the church that we went to and our bubble, our bubble, um, the, the job or the work and field that all of our parents did Mm. to me, you know, I thought, well, well, everybody, all Korean Americans must live like this, you know, a five story or five bedroom, you know, five bath house and La Cunada, whatever, whatever, Uh, you know? And so, yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I grew up. And then, um, by my sophomore year of high school, things have really changed. Um, my parents, had a lot of like financial issues and ended up having to pretty much downsize their business, um, fire or lay off a Mm. lot of their employees. And it was a big turning point for me because I just remember in high school, like my only goal was to like, just be popular and, Mm. and, and make friends Mm. and, Invite my friends over to my gorgeous La Cunada state, you know. Like um, most girls your age. Yeah, yeah like, like in that. high school. And then we moved. We mm. moved to this condo in La Crescenta. Mm. And it was so small. It was so cramped. But mm. that was the first turning point in my journey, I think, to realizing, oh, like, you know, what I had was really, 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 really a blessing, a yeah. huge blessing. Absolutely. Um, and then, obviously, we you know, with two older sisters in my life. Um, I grew up just learning from their mistakes, I guess, (laughs) and learning from how my parents, like, you know, raised them and treated Mm -hmm. them. And then I was always kind of like watching as a third party and Mm -hmm. be like, okay, so I should do that, but I shouldn't do this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, every time they got a new ear piercing, I was like, let me just get one too. (laughs) And then hopefully they don't notice. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how I grew up. And then we obviously have my younger brother who came into the picture Mm. seven years after me. Um, Oh, was it seven? I didn't realize Sam was, sorry. Yeah. Sam was that, that that gap. Wow. Yeah. So between my youngest brother uh-huh. and my oldest sister they have 13 years between no them. way julian okay that's same okay wow yeah that's, that's okay well i'm good for good for your parents they're still loving so <laughs> <laughs> i think it was more that my harmony wanted, wanted a, a son i didn't want to say it but i was like okay <laughs> well we all know we all know yeah, the truth in the end, right? yeah we know Keep that, like, yeah, we going. need you my dad is the uh, the first son uh-huh, on my from, my yeah, dad's family, side yeah. yep yep so it was important to wow. my grandma Oh, that we had a son for sure okay. to carry on the oak name <laughs> the tradition to carry on the lineage <laughs> to generations you got this Sam. future generations <laughs> yeah exactly oh man yeah. okay so um that's how you grew up in high school and then um you obviously ended up going to college right i assume right to yeah. calvin calvin college yep. it was right? calvin university now uh-huh. yep in grand rapids michigan mm-hmm. and that is a christian-based school yeah, right? christian formed christian yep. reform, crc right? yes crc and so if you don't mind me asking i know um, we'll get deeper into it but then how did how did like your faith were you just always a christian then would you say or like always because she is yeah. a, a woman of faith as i am a man of faith so like 
could you speak on that like yeah. was that just like something that you grew into or that you actually made yeah. a choice yourself right you know i i always say this so i am a youth intern pastor at our church Word. and um i tell this to our students amen awesome amen. sorry i had to say that's awesome i did not know yeah. that uh -huh. so um I tell my students this all the time that when you grow up in the church, it's such a blessing in disguise. In the moment, it feels like Christianity or faith is being shoved down your throat and it's something that you didn't get to decide for yourself. But when you grow up in the church and then you leave to college and life happens and all that kind of stuff, I think there's a turning point in every believer's walk of life mm -hmm. where they come face to face with the reality of who they really are and it's ugly and it's not that it's not that great and and there's just a moment where you realize man like this is why my mom and my dad were praying for me all the time this is why my mom would wake up at 4:30 to go to church and yeah and do early morning prayer and you just realize that yeah it church at the time feels so uncool compared to maybe your other friends who, you know, hang out on Friday nights and do other stuff and you're there like doing Bible study. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think, um, there's always a moment that you come to and that, that moment has come to me mm -hmm. in a lot of different, my stages as, as a woman of faith. So you know, the first time I professed my faith was probably when I went on mission trip or the altar call <laughs> moment or whatever, you know, everyone, everyone does uh, that. That's that like one moment. Y'all already know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where the pastor comes out, he's like, repeat <laughs> music, this, repeat music, this prayer strum. after me. Yep. The, repeat, yeah. The strumming, the guitar uh, strumming, the, the vibe. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And then you're just like crying for no reason, yep. you know, and then, um, you profess your faith there mm -hmm. and then and then you realize, you know, high school comes around and you're like, oh, being Christian or being faith person is like not cool. Or maybe you have your own issues with it and you have your own thoughts about what Christianity is. And then college comes around and you're like, I'm going to be a different person than what I decided to grow up to be. I don't want to be the person that lived in La Cunada with privilege. No. You know, I want to, I want to be different you know i, I want to be music, i want to be unique music. i want to be you know yeah. what an influencer i don't know what calls you for though like exactly. a clean slate like clean no one, slate. Yep, no no one, one knows, knows you. you and i think that's yeah why you know when i went to calvin that was a big thing for me like figuring out who i was outside of my family outside of the oak sisters yeah. you know because um, uh, you really are close to your family by the way like very people very don't close know, yeah, yeah like, we're very very close yeah yeah um so yeah i mean i don't know what the initial question was yes, no <laughs> oh, no no this is perfect so again um when you so you went to calvin right then mm -hmm. was there a reason why you chose that like did that was that because did that crca like was that no, an attraction uh, yeah. or so, a factor my sister went to calvin oh yeah linda went there yeah my uh -huh. she graduated out of nursing and we're four years apart like so when i first started mm. high school she first started calvin mm. and we just kind of Perfectly went the stages yeah. yeah exactly so um she initially was the first person in our family to go to calvin Pastor Ken, our senior pastor, Ken, yeah. yeah, really pushed going to Calvin because I believe either he's on the board or he knows of no, someone. Yeah, but we're board. our church is CRC as well. Yes. Um. So 
the president came and did a whole presentation wow. to our church. My sister ended up going to Calvin and watching her experience while I was in high school was, I mean, I didn't think that it would affect me, but it actually really did because I uh -huh. think going to a faith-based high school, I looked at it and I was like, this is yeah been there done that right yeah kind of and and i also was like this is the most hypocritical place i've ever <laughs> been you say you're christian and yet you tell black students <laughs> that they need to cut their hair oh, when it's like the same exact gosh. length as your white students and i just i just saw so many discrepancies mm. in the gospel and in the school system and yep. the administration and i just thought that was ridiculous so in high school i really rejected my faith i mm. really rejected the teachings of my faith and yet i was leading praise like and yet i was so involved in our ministry <laughs> you know isn't that so funny the sunday christian but see it's not just you i can totally yeah. like i totally see where you're coming from yeah. and I, like i just want you to know that wow that so many people relate to that yeah. i think i think especially being korean american we have a tendency to see a need and serve no matter what it is like just the other day um you know, these girls decided this business called Picnic Pleasure came over to my house and set up this whole picnic for us because they wanted some Instagram promotion. And as they're setting up, I just was like so quick to like start folding blankets and putting plates down. And I was like, what am I doing? I need to like <laughs> take, it <easy. laughs> take it easy. Yeah. I was like, they're coming to my house to do this for me. And I was like, let me just go upstairs real quick. You know, I was like, but I think that that just speaks to maybe my parents raising me as no well, doubt. you know, but also like our Korean American culture, we're just so good at, at serving and being obedient. And so in church, I just saw it more as a, as a, like, this is part of my identity. This is what I'm going to do. This is part of my church identity, but I didn't necessarily put faith with that. So I didn't, it's a missing piece. Yeah, exactly. Like I, there was no faith aspect to it. It was more like, let me lead praise because I'm the best here out of all y'all. <laughs> like straight up. Like facts. Straight up, yeah, I was like, like nobody else talk. is going to lead praise better than me. Not today. <laughs> you do have a great singing voice though. Yeah. Oh, so, that's, I mean, it, it did work out in that aspect. It, you know what's oh. funny? It's only good when I worship. <laughs> maybe maybe like, there's some context yeah. there between you and God right yeah, there. Yeah, like I, I thought very good when I'm singing like secular music for some reason. Like I just can't hit the notes. And then when i'm leading worship it's like it's fire the holy spirit moving no in. doubt yeah no doubt yeah. i'm sure so okay so you get to college right then what was that second i guess that second step for you of mm -hmm. faith and just your life yeah. in general right yeah. because you said you left off with your sister like really actually had an impact with your decision yes. in the end, right during those four yeah. years that you saw her yeah my um my college life <laughs> I mean, I feel like everybody can relate to this. If you go to college out of state, you're pretty much saying like, let me be someone else. Let me be a new person. You know, I mean, my parents went there. I really experienced, I don't want to say the world because I don't want to sound like. But you got out of the bubble. I got yeah. out of the bubble. You definitely got yeah. out of the bubble. I, you know, underage drinking was a thing for me. Um, partying was big for me. I worked at Victoria's Secret for four years while wow. I was at 
um, in college. Yeah. Yeah, And I loved working there and I didn't realize how much of a worldly influence it had on me, but I can talk about that in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's retail, but still, (laughs) I really believe the eyes are the window to your soul. Yeah. Okay. It is. It is. Okay, sister. Um, so yeah, I mean, in college, I think my boyfriend and I, we went, we got together our senior year of high school. We ended up going to the same college and I relied heavily on our relationship to sustain Um. my, like just my college journey. You know, I felt like he was my only friend. I invested so much into our relationship and yet, and nothing else. Like I was so disconnected with school because I was so like, yes, we're finally together. Just the two of us away from our parents, away from everything else in the world. And we can just like focus on our relationship and pursue our relationship. And he was busy being a freshman college boy. Like, what do they all do? They all just like (laughs) play basketball, make friends, Play video games. Play video games, whatever it is. Yeah, like he was just busy living his college life. And I almost felt like I was living four years ahead of him. And I was like, okay, I'm ready for you to propose. I'm ready. Get down on that knee. Let's get married. I mean, and in Calvin, in Michigan, in the Midwest. Buck ass cold. People get married their freshman year of college. Yeah, like people were already engaged my freshman year of college. So it's common there. Mm -hmm. Ring by spring. That's a big phrase. Ring by spring. Yeah. So you meet meet your freshman year, (laughs) you get together, and then ring by spring. What the fuck? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh So by our senior year, I already had some friends who had children by my senior year. Yeah. They were pregnant. Maybe it was like, you know, Christian school. I mean, they say, they say, you know, you There's need to be so married. Many, so much confliction you know, going exactly. on. Exactly. Right I now. mean, we we used to say this like very, you know, this is very honest, but Please. we used to just say like. People probably just get married in the Midwest because there's nothing else to do. And then they just want to have sex and have babies. And so that's why they get married. But you know what? It's interesting. The divorce rates are also just as high. Wow. And and that is nothing against my friends here in Michigan. So, all. I mean, if Not you're like that's just listening, facts, listening, that's just listeners, facts. listeners from the Midwest, you're probably like, oh, Yo, square don't up, girl. Don't worry about those haters. Yeah. No, straight up. No, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's, and that was a big culture shock for me. I came from LA where people were pushing 35 to get married and they were like, girl, get that bread and leave, you know, <laughs> like, up. you know, like work hard. Yep do your thing in like marriage boyfriends relationship It'll that comes there. secondary Definitely. to you at, and like your goals and then when i got to michigan it was like <laughs> women were yeah they were like just so ready to get married and i feel like i kind of got brainwashed into that going into you know back to like my relationship with my boyfriend it yeah. really put such a burden and pressure unnecessarily on our relationship we ended up breaking up what? after my freshman year mm. We got back together at the end of the summer. We stayed together my sophomore year. He tried to break up again, and then I threatened him, and I was like, <laughs> he's like, if you leave, if you leave, we're done. You do not ever get to contact me once you leave this car. Like straight blacklisted. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, we are never speaking again. You never get to see my face. We're not talking ever again, whatever. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to do that. He just tried to like, word yeah whatever and then like a minute five minutes later he gets he gets um i get a phone call and he's like i'm sorry that was the biggest mistake of my life and i was like 
as you should. Good call, homeboy. Good as call. Good should. call. That's all I could say. As yeah. you should, yeah. you know? Absolutely. And then um, by my junior year, we, oh, man, it was Rocky Road. I mean, you can ask anyway, sisters. I was calling them up every week and I was like, we fought again. <laughs> <laughs> we fought again. And then we just constantly could not stop fighting. I was like, about what? I don't even remember it's about what. It's always about stupid shit. Yeah. yeah. It was like one time um, we picked up Domino's and... I didn't want to get Pepsi or something from the <laughs> liquor store. I was like, let's just go to the gas station. He was like, it's a liquor store. But my privilege, okay, my La Cunada privilege, privilege was yes. scared of liquor stores. No I doubt. was afraid of liquor stores. No and I was like, let's just go to a gas station because that's any different. But his ass was stubborn he too. Yeah. I mean, he grew up very differently from me. So he like lived in Arkansas for a little bit. He like lived very differently from me. Yeah. He Whoa, lived, I didn't know about Arkansas. There was though. no privilege in his life until oh. like later in high wow. school, end of high school. Yeah. So he grew up completely, yeah. totally different from me. And we butt heads a lot because of that reason and then we broke up after our junior mm -hmm. year because and at that point it was more me being fed up with the kind of relationship that i had i was like why am i putting in so much commitment and time and effort into a relationship that results in us just constantly fighting yeah you know? like you're not getting any benefit yeah. yeah and and i realized also that i didn't know how to pursue my faith minus justin like without him mm. i didn't know what it meant to be a woman of god without having him almost not be God for me, but almost take the space of like me speaking my burdens to the Lord, instead of doing that, I did that to Justin. So whenever I had a burden or I had something on my heart, I would talk to him about it and I wouldn't talk to the Lord about it. And it was, it was really stumbling actually. It mm. became a, like an idol that I worshiped. And I know that sounds intense for some of our listeners here who are no. like, idol worship? What's that? You know, <laughs> but if you are, if you're a believer, you know that worship is so real and what we see and what we do that we don't realize that we're doing is also considered that worship that yeah. we idolize. And so my relationship was one of them. And I explained to him that I didn't know how to be a woman of faith without him. And I think he called my BS is what he says. He's like... You just want to go see other guys. Just, just be honest. Wow, just to make sure <laughs> that to, answer. He was like, just be honest. Um, I mean, I don't blame him, but yeah, okay, I see what because he's because from. I yeah. mean, he wanted to, at that point we broke up together, got back together. And he was like, I want to be with you, and then I was like, you know, he already made up his mind at that point. Yeah, but, but I was like, at stage. that point, I was like, okay, let me meet other people, and if a lot, let me, you know what, let me rephrase, <laughs> rephrase that. Let me, wise. let me pursue my faith. And if I meet other people along the way, maybe that's the Lord just bringing those people to my life, you know? And so um, yeah. by our senior year, we weren't together, but we were still very, very close friends. Yeah. Our friend groups were very tight-knitted. And then, um, and then, yeah, and, and then we got back together like a few years after college. I oh, think so a few, a few years, years after college. I mean, it feels like a few uh -huh. years. I think it was like a year and a half, but we were always connected. Like we were never... Like there was never any animosity. Maybe he would say this story differently, but for me, I felt like we always, we always loved each other. Always, even no when we what, broke up, yeah. we still loved each other. And and then, um, yeah, there was a moment where we took off like a lot of time after college, mm -hmm. and I met other people. I got ghosted, and I was like, wow, oof, oof. yeah. And then I realized Miss I was like, o man, I know. Oof. 
Like that was a reality check for you. That was a huge reality check for me. I feel like I didn't realize the kind of person that God had placed in my life Mm -hmm. at that point. Um, Yeah. And I, and I just took advantage of it. I I mean, it was like you said, I think it's important to point out it it was a matter of tell me if I'm wrong. It was a matter of making sure to put God before Mm -hmm. Justin, like before your Mm -hmm. relationship. So like put in like, take out relationship and put up whatever your right. applies to you and that's the exact thing whether that's family because yeah. in the end for us believers we really have to be able to put god before anything ev- everything, everything literally yeah. and you know i think most like most korean americans at least i see them and i experience this all the time that yeah. when they get together with someone or they go to church and they find someone in church or they want to be with someone alongside them that's like in the faith i guess sometimes i'm like that could be very stumbling and just be weary because you guys might in your mind it's like we are women and men of faith pursuing a relationship as god is our foundation and it sounds good but the way that we are as humans our flesh and our sin gets the best of us every time so i just i really think that unless unless marriage is right there and you're ready to be married really like take that time as as believers and if you're going to be in that relationship to be in that commitment but not put the label of like we're going to live like it's not a worldly relationship and yet a lot of believers end up pursuing a worldly relationship by calling it a Christian relationship because they both maybe are men and women of faith. So what I mean by that is like, we get stumbled and we are like, well, this person and this person moved in before they got (laughs) married and they're Christian. So why can't I do that? And I think that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's not that you put your relationship before you, you really look to the word and you see, well, what does the word tell me about what does it mean to be yep. in a relationship? Seek him first. Yeah, yep. exactly. And and again, no shame or tea to anybody who oh, does no. live before, like move in or anything like that. It's just more, I realized that I idolized my relationship yep. and that's the kind of stuff that I wanted. I wanted to, you know, but that was the living in the gray, yeah. not the black and white. That was the gray. The and gray, I didn't even yeah. realize I was living in it. And I blamed my boyfriend for it at mm-hmm. times when I realized you know, and yeah. when I really st- stepped away from our relationship, it was then and there when I realized, oh, I had this all twisted. Like, this was all wrong. Yeah. So if anything, that break was more of a time for you to realize God's presence and mm-hmm. what he was doing in your life. Yeah, you absolutely. Said. Was there like a certain moment or was it just that whole process in general? There was a certain moment, but yeah. I don't know if I feel comfortable to share. <laughs> oh, really? Was it? Then, I mean, it was it was just yeah, a lot briefly, of uh-huh. it was just a lot of sin that I was living in. I um, I thought that I was a Christian. It, it was like I was getting hungover, and I led praise like that morning. I was throwing up till like seven a.m., wow. and then I would lead praise at nine. And I would party, and I would like just like I did not care about my temple. I didn't care uh, about anything that I was doing. I to really, yourself, yeah. yeah, to myself. I didn't, I wanted to live in the moment. I wanted to just enjoy the moment. And I think that what I was bringing up about Victoria's Secret is um, I love Victoria's Secret's products. It's great, whatever. They're going bankrupt. Who cares? Um, yeah, just <laughs> they're going bankrupt. Who cares? Um, you know, and, and whatever. But, um, 
I didn't realize how much of an influence that working there had in my life. A lot of the girls that I worked with would always kind of like tell me, like they would, they, because you work in a lingerie store, mm -hmm. you know, one plus one equals two. And we ended up just talking a lot about their sex lives, a lot about, you know, I'm buying this piece to like go meet my boyfriend and whatever. And at that time mm -hmm. that really like, it stumbled me a lot because I was like, I didn't realize that looking at images of women half naked, putting that marketing up and putting up those pictures in our store, like um, unless you are, and I don't want to sound like, okay, you can't work there. Yeah, super conservative. Oh, yeah, yeah like know, you can work there. It's fine. Absolutely. Who cares? You yeah. know, it's whatever. It's but I really think, yeah, in my life, looking back at it now, it influenced me in ways that really stumbled me. I really was like, I, I felt like after I started working there, I wanted to show off myself in that way a lot more. And I didn't realize that I did that. I, I felt like I, I, you know, worshiped my body in some sense. I felt like, you know, I worshiped, I don't want to say sex, but sexiness. Yeah, that you, that, that that image I, that of image. yeah, and maybe I felt like I wanted to be pursued in the same way that a Victoria's Secret model was pursued. So you got caught up, yo. I I mean, I think in my mind I really did, and then when I came home, it all shut down. Oh. I came on break and I was like, no, we're Janet Christian back at home, La Cunada, THMC, yeah. And then I was like, I shut that out. But then the minute I get back, it was like, like, and I was like back at work I would I would remember selling stuff to girls that I was just like there was just no sense of my faith like was out the door it was like all marketing just like all just yeah it was all marketing yeah. it was like oh like so what are you gonna do tonight and this and that and like let me find you get this and this and my faith really wasn't there it wasn't present at all yeah. at all I was like that's so fun <laughs> you're gonna do this okay well then you I have see. to get this and I was encouraging women to just and again, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's no. just at now looking back in my life, I didn't realize that that had such an impact on me. But now in what I do today, yep. I've learned from seeing thousands of women's bodies in a fitting room. I've seen, I've seen it all. Literally, there's some women who who are so excited to get into the fitting room, they like get butt naked, and I'm like, I like turn around, Whoa. I look back, I look back, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't really ask you to do that, but okay. Whoa, I but did they're not like, know that. But okay. they're like, hey, I just bought my new body. And I'm like, okay, well, good Jeez, for you. Yeah, yeah, okay. And they come into the store and they're like, I need new product, whatever. And, and I, I, you know, since doing that, I realized, oh my gosh, like at the core of all of us, women are so insecure and our insecure thrives on seeing other women. Our insecurity really, <laughs> really thrives. thrives. Yep. there like by just seeing other women and what they look like and what I don't look like and so that really kind of I think all of it encompassing finally getting down to like what I'm trying to say no, is no, like no. to is to amazing. my um to my mission like to my deep values of you know first of all I never want women to look at me and compare themselves to me because mm. I am not worth comparing to like there's nothing about me that you should compare to really like if anything that I've done that's good is because of the Lord, anything that, that I've done that's impacted anybody is because Jesus Christ has done that through me. There is nothing, mm -hmm, you say that again, <laughs> there is nothing that I've done. I truly believe that, that 
if it's encouraged another woman, it's because the Lord has worked through me to encourage that person. And the second thing is, as women in, in, the, in this space, we tend to, it's, we don't tend to uplift a lot of women. Mm, like encourage or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but then we live in a society that's like all about women. And I'm like, okay, but I just, I don't know. It's really interesting. It's like the minute you start actually like, like facing real problems like acne. Okay, acne is not cute. Nobody wants to talk about acne, but we all have it. And yeah. like, unfortunately, the reality is, is sometimes when you talk about the ugliness, people on social life want to pursue or want to follow and want to engage and want to like with the people who are pretty and then you know and and not really the people who are, are not real. so pretty no, no. <laughs> you know i mean i don't want to say that but say, i know yeah, i know I it know is it mean, is yeah. but you know because i i realized you know like yeah it was like i didn't even want to see myself in the camera when i had like all these acne scars yeah. whatever and i'm still struggling with that now and it just, it, it takes a lot of faith and a lot of prayer and a lot of unloading your burden to the Lord to do and to keep up with the things online and all this kind of stuff. Like Yeah, with all the noise and all the hype, especially in your industry, right? Yeah, yeah. Then, okay, thank you, first of all. Um, <laughs> like... I'm out of breath. <laughs> and let her take a sip know, of like, water. Let me just so me, No, because honestly, I think, Janet, like, I mean, you touched on a lot of things that I would want to, like, I, I will touch on. But, like, the one thing that stuck out with me was just in regards to, like you said, people are, do you feel like people are, project, you know how in a way that people project their anger onto mm. other people? Do you think people project their insecurities onto, you know, these influencers or whoever they're? Oh, my gosh. That's, like, the wisest thing I've ever heard. Like, that's, like, literally the most truthful thing I've heard in a while. Yeah, absolutely. I think sometimes we project our ugliness and our the things that we don't like about ourselves and our insecurities, all that, onto an influencer. And that's kind of what drives not the hate i mean i don't i'm really blessed i don't get too much hate other yeah, but than still men. salty people yeah but there's people who just can't seem to be happy for someone else which i get it's like i i can't be happy for some people who have <laughs> crossed me a few times too i'm like, a human being i'm too. a human being i bleed too you know <laughs> i mean I, I yeah i mean but at the same time Man, I think the more that I show my my insecurities, mm. I think it just kind of lowers that barrier and it makes that wall a little bit thinner and it brings more people, m more following, more whoever, whatever you want to call it, mm. like supporters who are more accepting of me because I'm more accepting of myself. Oh, absolutely. Right. You know. Especially in this time where people want to connect like mm -hmm. no other. Right. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like, are they able to humanize you? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like when I look at, you know, like the Kardashians and Jenners, for example, for example. Right. Yeah. I think they get more hate because they don't show their insecurity like twice as much as they show their beauty. Beauty. Yeah. I see. What you, you know, mean. and I think in this industry as women, I think it would it would be very different if we 
made it so loud about the things that we are not insecure about, but also just things the that the real stuff. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the real, real flaws. Like the no re- I mean, yeah. I don't want to even call them a flaw. I just think that the realness of us, oh, yeah, hair yeah. loss, acne, mm. back knee, toe hair, <laughs> nose hair. <laughs> You know, I mean, I'm like, just if, have I ever just, yeah. seen a Kardashian with one stray nose hair? Never, never. And I would like to see that. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I would like to see. Oh my know? gosh. Now you got me all self-conscious about that no, no. too. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, I think that's just what makes us all human. And it's like, when people call me out Absolutely. for it, I'm like, I'm like, I appreciate it. I'm like, thank you. I need to get my <laughs> nose hairs trimmed. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, okay. I mean, who cares? <laughs> who cares? At the end of the day, I'm like, Facts. it really is not like, Everyone's it's just the like, same, yeah. we're, we're just, um, how does the Bible describe it? We're just a vapor in the wind. Mm. And if I try to make that vapor into some storm or something that's going to stay for a long time, it's just like, it's not sustainable. Yeah. It's like, what am I doing? Like this life is not about me being me and my perfect hairless body and my perfect <laughs> hairline and my perfect brows and my nails, nails my brows my eyelashes you know it's not about that like it really isn't and it's it's not sustainable like the life like that all that image and all that kind of stuff is like i just think that at the end of the day people need to know like that all comes off all of it the nails come off the eyebrows come off the everyone eyelashes shit. beyonce everyone does yes yeah my eyelashes, I can strip them off right now. They're always like in the car. I like peel them off and they're in the car. Damn, it's like and a then, mask, okay. <laughs> it really, I'm telling you, to look this good yeah. takes a long hey, time. I, mm-hmm. I learned, I learned the hard, yeah, mm-hmm. I, learned, I definitely learned, yeah. Even though it didn't playing. apply to me at all, but it, hey, it's yeah. paying off. So um, then if you don't mind me asking, then how, how did that play a role? Like, cause your point of view is very, I feel like it's, it's what we need in that space, especially right with everyone worried about trends and whatnot. Mm. So how did that play a role with you eventually going into YouTube and, you know, social media, yeah. putting yourself out there essentially? Well, I've been doing social media for a long time. So uh-huh. it's since 2012, wow. that was my sophomore year of college. college. So I've been doing a really long time and I think that's important to note because it's not like this has just happened overnight. People okay? think, yeah. People think it's been, what is that, eight years? You've been, jeez. That's eight years. You put in the and, work. And I am just now reaping the reward, if you want to call it. <laughs> I se, am yeah. just now starting to experience what we see with other influencers it, yeah exactly and then i have friends or family or whoever telling me like i want to start this i want to do this i'm like this is me eight years later let me remind you when back when you were making fun of me for doing this let me just remind Facts. you this was me Facts. eight years ago when you saw me putting a camera to my face tell and you were them, like what are you them. doing you know this and now you want to do okay you know what i'm no judging but okay whatever you know we're just gonna move oh, on man. You know? and 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 i think it's like I appreciate you saying that we need more yeah. people like me. I appreciate that. But at the same time, I almost just think we need just more people who aren't doing it because they suddenly see someone in their family or friend group who gets famous or who is successful. I'm like, I don't think that that's the reason people should 
pursue a life online or pursue social media if you have a purpose is the reason that you should do it Absolutely. if you have a business if you have you know um, a vision or a mission that you're trying to pursue then i think you should do it but i mean again does that mean you should not try it no you should still put yourself out there you should still try it and all that kind of stuff but what i realized is what sustained me for that long yeah. for eight years yeah. wasn't like i literally got like two views on a youtube video <laughs> for like the first six years i made like 30 cents Jeez. for like the first few years Jeez. like i mean people expect to become like a superstar and you're like yeah. why should anyone listen to you exactly why should Facts. anyone care and take their time their <laughs> precious time out of their day if people had to pay for your time what are they paying for exactly what value do you bring? exactly and it's like i know what i'm bringing to the table i know what's valuable in my content i know what i can bring to the table but do you when you're starting up a new thing do you know what you're trying to put out there or do you just want to put yourself out there to put yourself out there and i think that's really what everyone's experiencing especially during quarantine i've noticed so many people who've started like their own thing <laughs> which hey uh, 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 <laughs> okay straight uh, up just called like, him out yeah, straight up like <laughs> no, 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 no 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 straight up no facts though did you no. just do awkward turtle yeah Oh you my gosh, I haven't turtle? seen Awkward Turtle Come on, y'all. in so long. Sorry, I, I mean, this is, a, I was just, the, that's just the our time back in the day. Palm to palm with yeah. the finger, the thumbs. Well, my bad. No, that, no, yeah. no, no, I uh, love it. I haven't seen that. Hey, I mean, whatever. But no, anyways, but yeah. Facts. No, so like girl. the, the, yeah, I mean, I think this is such a great time for people to find their hobbies and their voice online and all that kind of stuff. It's beautiful. It's great to see. I love, I think everyone has value and something to bring to the table but i think a lot of times we get stuck with seeing our value in us and not like the lord's value in us so what i bring to the table is not my like what what could i bring like I could, I'm not, like, there's nothing really, like, I say this over and over again, but, like, what could I truly bring other than, like, like my story? Mm. And who's writing that story? God. Yeah. And it's, like, if that's not a testament or if that's not the value, then I don't know what is. Jeez. Then when you make content, right, is there, is there, like, a, a secret sauce that mm. you that you have or is there the a, nose hairs i'm <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i'm just joking i'm just joking uh anyway um oh man that's gonna stick with me um so um <laughs> yeah so is there like a certain like mm, influence there right when you're making content right yeah. are you constantly think because obviously you're accounting for your audience right yeah. you're respecting that aspect but right, right. in the end you want to be genuine to yourself i know um, that so is there can you speak on i think the secret sauce is my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and and if you don't press that amen button oh, right absolutely. now. <laughs> and one absolutely. And no, just facts. Um, no facts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think people always message me like, hey, you're, you're, something's different about you. Something like you're just, there's something about you. And I think if I haven't heard a sermon, like, or five sermons in my life, that's always like, you know, when you're out there in the world, people should always look at you and be like, there's something about you. Hey, there's a light that's in you. There's something in you. And I've heard that so many times. I'm like, that's because I don't allow my faith to be under 
you know, like a, mm, like a light, my light anymore. to be under some shade covered or something. covered or something. You know, I'm like, I think the more and more that I have shown off my faith, the more I've grown. Oof. And, and if that's not a, like, I'm going to be really like 100 with Please. you. Last summer, when I first started doing TikTok and my TikTok really started to kind of take off, yeah. I was at Fuller still at fuller so i don't know if you knew that you were in seminary i'm still in seminary kind oh, of but okay. i don't i'm not pursuing seminary yeah, for a master's right degree yeah. i'm in seminary to just enrich my faith oh wow yeah Respect. and take classes that i really enjoy so the first class i took was leading leading in youth ministry context which i loved because again i do it youth applies, yeah, pastors. It yep. directly applies to what yeah. You're doing. yeah and so during that time I was really praying to the Lord and I was like, you know, Lord, I don't want to be a pastor. I don't want to be like, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to <laughs> do, yeah, no, I don't want to do none of that. But I was like, I, you know, you know me, God, like, you know, I love mm. doing this online stuff. I'm good at it. Like, serving, I yeah. love doing that. And I'm like, but Lord, like, let me, I was like, let me, let me get a million followers. This is legit. This is what I prayed. Thank let you. me get a million followers. And I promise you, test me. I said, test me, God. I want to see if I can still talk about my faith at a million followers. Ooh. And I have never told anybody this, honestly. And like, this has just been something that I've kept inside of me. But I, I prayed over that for so, like, for, oh, like, strongly for a week. And I was like, Lord, get me to a million followers. And I, I want to see, will, am I that, am I, Am I true to what, what I believe in? Can I back Will I do that? And I, and I prayed and I said, I, I want to see if I'll be able to do that. Do I think I've done like the best job ever? Um, maybe not. I mean, I think, I think everyone, no one's perfect. you know, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Okay. Facts. And, but still I'm so encouraged by that because I'm like, man, I can't believe my faith was that big. Like, and, and, and I'm like, I'm encouraged by my past self. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Pat yourself yeah, on my the past self. I'm like, wow. Like, Good shit, Janet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think sometimes we're, we as people, we really are kind of up and down like that. Oh, and we see ourselves in that one absolutely. moment and we're encouraged by how we, you, how we were yeah. at one point. And I think that's so encouraging. And, and we're like, man, like, I want to get back to that. I want to get back there. And, and so I really believe that at the end of the day, like, if there's like one takeaway and this is like the pastor side coming out, if there's one thing <laughs> that you're going to take away from this video, Call from this, from this sermon today, if you're going to take away one thing, if there's one thing, it really is like find ways to let the Lord shine in your work, in your life, in your home, in your relationships and everything. If you don't in a 24 hour day, if you don't see where you have like, proclaim the gospel or lived out the gospel or seeing the Lord in you and working through you, then I think maybe that's why you have, you know, depression, anxiety, all the things that the world has to offer. Maybe you're living that because you're not letting the Lord use you. My, Amen. Thank I mean, you, that, Pastor that O. That button's going to wear out. Okay, we straight can't oh, it's <laughs> get, thank you, Pastor O. But like, Real, oh my god. I mean, that's really why I said yes to doing this podcast. Mm. Like aside from just Thank like you. knowing you, 
I mean, I really said yes to this because I'm going to be honest, like, I think my manager too, she was like, this isn't something that's paying you, you know, it's, it's like, you know, you, you you. can decide whether or not you want to do it. And Mm -hmm. I said, if it's any opportunity to talk about my faith and the Lord working through me, whether that's two people hearing it or (laughs) 2 million people hearing it, I'm like, I don't, I don't see why I wouldn't, you you know? And I'm like, well, I mean. You're welcome. <laughs> no, seriously, no, plain and simple. No, yeah, but, no but I mean, that's what I told my mom, and she was like, she's like, are you sure? You haven't seen him in a long time. Do you want to do it, yeah, whatever? And course. I was like, I'm not like, any time that I could talk about my faith, like, awesome. why wouldn't I want to do it? Awesome. If, you know, like, why wouldn't you? Right, why not? Know. It really is the question, right? Yeah. Then, so now, right, we kind of fast forward through it, but right now then, what is the current, struggle or Mm -hmm. something that janet is like you know that maybe someone can relate to right currently with your life right now yeah um nose hair and acne (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) no but real talk that is one of the yeah one of the struggles yeah i'm super i'm super transparent about um that yeah i mean i think a lot of women are really (laughs) struggling with their physical like just look in general. Um, that's one thing I'm struggling with. Um, and then I think the next thing I'm really struggling with is probably, um, hmm, it's tough. I, I don't want to say my faith because it's not a struggle. Okay. Your faith is not something that you struggle with. It's something that you believe. believe. Yeah. Thank so it's you. not really like something that struggles. Okay. If anything, <laughs> I just struggle, like opening up a pickle jar. That's struggle. <laughs> Faith is a grounded foundational belief. So you're, it's not the, it's the daily, it's the little struggles of like, it's the decisions that I have to make. It's the, it's the decisions that I know are going to impact me. And I'm like, I really, it's the, hmm, how do I put this? It's the, asking the lord before asking permission from me yeah asking myself like it's the it's that practice i'm in my faith now and and just just the discipline of saying lord is this what you want me to do do you want me to take this deal do you want me to do this it's that because i want to take it i want to take this five-figure deal yeah like i want to take it but it's it's the lord do you have something greater for me or should I wait? And when I have a manager too, I put a lot of trust in her. And so if I ever said no to a deal like that, I think she would be very confused, maybe disappointed. I don't know. But, but what comes first is really asking the Lord. And so that's a, something that I really want to do better at. I'm not good at it now because right now I've got like life. I've got parents to support. I've got things to think about and bills to pay. And so saying no to something like that is obviously, and I'm not saying that Christians (laughs) don't need to be like poor. Okay. That's like the biggest frustration for me. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's like, Oh, I have to be like, to be humble. I need to drive a Toyota Camry. (laughs) Okay. No, that's like, (laughs) like, let me tell you something. That does not have anything to do with not you and your faith. faith. It doesn't. And and so um, that's just side Sorry, tangent. That, yeah, that's, yeah, side beside, tangent. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think that's like one of the biggest things that I'm kind of struggling with is like just really finding discernment in the Lord through my daily decisions. Mm-hmm. So like really like God being your CEO, right? Yeah, and just, absolutely. And just being intentional in that aspect, mm-hmm. which I did speak with Stephen about. And yes. I think that's one of the mm-hmm. best things I learned from that is mm-hmm. really... As Christians, we struggle with being intentional, and I, I respect yeah. you 
already speaking it so that's yeah. kind of like already a big thing yeah that, it's like a step fo yeah. forward oh most definitely yeah. okay then so like yes we went through uh to end on a good note or like a positive note mm -hmm. you have you have grown exponentially right just with obviously covid there were negative things but the good thing i think was social media or people who content creators who mm -hmm. really maximized this opportunity or saw the yeah. positive right perspective right but who saw an opportunity opportunity yeah. right really and then seized it yeah right like really excelled like you recently um walked in a freaking virtual fashion show was it mm -hmm. like could you speak on like what the like what the yeah. hell like <laughs> like yeah what the hell happened there like yeah what? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah so um through doing tiktok yeah um TikTok is obviously number one downloaded app in the last year. It is the platform. If you're not on it already, I don't know what you're doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm surprised one of these aren't TikTok <laughs> right here. I mean, your iPhone better be, you know, recording oh, TikTok video. Up. Um, uh -huh. But are you on TikTok? No. I'm sorry. No <laughs> I'm comment. No you. comment. Yeah. Straight up judgment just flying. No, no, but anyway, no. It's no, okay. Yeah, this yeah. is for me to learn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, TikTok and YouTube are the future. Mm. Instagram's falling behind. Okay. But does that mean you can't have an Instagram presence? No. Have a strong Instagram presence, but put more effort into a TikTok, mm. period. Um, wow. But, yeah, opportunity. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, opportunity. <laughs> like to yeah, draw a blank yeah. for a second. Sorry about that. Opportunity, opportunity. Yeah. yes. And um, the Alice and Olivia show. So I got an opportunity to walk in a virtual runway from TikTok. That came through TikTok because... Um, I am a diversity council member for their creators. Word. Yeah, which, yeah, I don't know. I mean, That's it's like cool. It sounds That's fancy. We just have <laughs> meetings about how the app can better be diverse, wow, which okay. I love. Hey, kudos to um, them for actually yeah, being like trying to do Amplifying that. diverse voices. It's really cool because I get to bring an Asian American perspective. Um, and Represent. I know that black voices are really important right now. Um, LGBTQ plus voices are really yeah. important right now. Um, Native American voices are super, super important right now. Um, but within all of that, where do Asian Americans voices fit? And we as Asian Americans have always been very supportive. We've taken a very supportive role Literally. in a lot of these, in a lot of these other communities and Latin community, um, you know, black community. And I think it's important that I always say that we're easily unseen because we're constantly doing or we're we're kind of doing other things and so a lot of people yeah. don't see us but i still think that we need to be represented in this in the same amount of grandeur what's the word like the same amount of respect, respect as, as just, yeah uh, acknowledgement as uh, some other other communities so Anyways, going back to the fashion show, we um, were sent this like nine foot long. Oh my um, goodness. Like I'm looking at your rolls uh -huh. of, of, of uh, <laughs> backdrops there. But uh -huh. yeah, that nine foot long backdrop. Um, and it was like blue backdrop. I, for four hours, I just started walking back and forth, walking forward and backward, walking diagonally, doing static poses, sitting poses, standing poses, jumping poses, turning poses, all that kind of stuff. Oh my goodness. Y'all hear that four hour, like y'all It was a full day. It was a full day shoot. I mean, I had to get ready by 10 a.m. We didn't finish the shoot until six. Wow. So from setup and everything, like it was, it was a long time, but I had a really great like support. Yeah. I mean, uh -huh. I had my 
sister there to help me. We had to move all the furniture out of the living room. Um, just clear it all just clear out. it all out yeah my boyfriend was there with me he and my brother did a lot of the like physical physical stuff my sister was Good there job. doing a lot of well she actually did a lot of physical stuff too oh kudos to your yeah, sisters yeah man. um so that happened and then to see the final production was amazing mm. um yeah it was, was awesome. 30 I seconds worth it <laughs> Yeah, totally. It was four hours for 30 seconds worth it. Oh, I didn't oh want to gosh. ask you, but like, yes. damn, thank you for mentioning Would I do that. it again? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. TBA right there. Yeah. Oh, man. So, um, yeah, that that was amazing. That was a big accomplishment for me. Um, but it's, it's nice to be recognized in the higher fashion space. Yeah. No doubt. Then... As of now, then, like, what are the plans going forward then for? Because mm -hmm. in my seams is obviously your, your mm -hmm. that's your brand. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'd even get to, actually, first of all, where did that, like, derive come from? from? I come from, if you don't mind me. Um, it was a name that I came up with um, in, like, 2015, I think. 2015. Um, yeah. And I was looking at one of, I had a neoprene shirt. It was, like, this crop top. And it had yellow on the inside and gray on the outside. And... I was looking at the stitching and I was just so amazed. I was like, wow, the stitching is so good. This is such good stitching. But that is really the difference between a $10 shirt and, and a $100, $100 shirt. shirt. Yeah, is the stitching, right? It's stitching, fabric, obviously. But fabric, you know, you can have a nice fabric. fabric but it really is the It, it comes down to, yeah. yeah, the cut and the stitching. Um, when things are stitched together, I think it's, if you've ever seen the process, and I come from a manufacturing yep. background of clothes, so I know how this works. These are all these little pieces of fabric and cut pieces of like random stuff, like random shapes. And then when you stitch them together, you get a pair of jeans and you stitch them together, you get a t-shirt, blouse, whatever. And I thought that that was so amazing because I was like, man, the amount of people who have probably touched this this piece of fabric and this shirt all the way to where I'm wearing it, there's probably been a lot of hands. There's probably been a lot of like, just stories. Just blood, sweat, and tears, yeah. There's probably simple. a lot of stories. And so I was like, it kind of reminded me of like the body of Christ, that the thread, the needle and thread that goes through all of these. Just if if you've ever seen a short sleeve that hasn't been stitched onto the rest of the shirt yet, it's just a big flap of... Like rag. Yeah, it's just like a, it's just a shape, random shape. Yeah. But the minute you stitch it onto the rest of the body, it becomes a sleeve. And it's almost like this thread is giving this sleeve a purpose. And I know this sounds so deep. Like it sounds oh, way deeper than no. it is. Let's but really, that's really where it came from. I just thought this is kind of how the Lord is using me that, you know, we're all just kind of like random pieces of fabric or random pieces of whatever. And then the minute that you stitch them all onto each other, the stitching is what makes them into their purpose, but each part has a purpose too, you know? Like there's a reason you have sleeveless and non-sleeve and sleeve, you know? And so I think it's just, I don't know, in my seams. The seams is really where, you know, that's the story happens. And so that's kind of where I wanted to find my, I don't know what, that's where I found my name, I guess. Found your lane. Yeah, that's not, yeah. No, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Then what are your plans going forward then for just in my seams and just, you know, Janet in general? Yeah, um, my plans going forward is obviously to do what I've been doing, but bigger and more and more refined. I never want to say bigger and better. I always want to say like 
bigger and more refined to who the brand is in my seams to, um, you know, just what that, how that speaks to people. I want it to constantly be refining itself because, um, when you find, when you're doing stuff online, it's really easy to do everything and to try to do like this and this and this, but people don't want this and this and this. The reason they're following you is for this, this. the one, this not, you know, 10 of these things. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you want to give the people what they want and, <laughs> um, yeah. So just constantly doing that more fashion shows, more events, mm -hmm. fashion weeks, that would be great. Um, we have a lot of like, because of COVID, I mean, I know, I know I'm sure every single one of your guests have probably brought up COVID Literally. one way or another. Yeah. Um, but because of that, I haven't been able to attend fashion weeks or events, um, or things like that. But I, I know that God is faithful and he knows the desires of my glitz and glam heart. <laughs> <laughs> he knows Your my, bedazzled heart. he knows the desires of my, you know, there's a psychological test of like, you draw a box word. Um, have you ever done that test where you like take a blank piece of paper and you draw like a box and what does that box look like in the center of your paper? And then you draw like all these things uh -huh. and then they all have like a representation or meaning to all of it to your nature, like to, to like, yeah, like, but you just like draw, you ask a whole like classroom or whatever to, to just draw. <laughs> yeah. I do this with my leadership team. A lot. I'm like, just draw like a box. Okay. What does that box look like? What color is it? What is it? What material is it? Whatever. Right. All like these other people, when I first said this, my family, we did this as a family. Mm -hmm. My sister like drew like this very like glass box. It's like something like very like architectural. Julia? Yeah. <laughs> With beautiful angles and lines. She's, she's, an, an, archi artist. she's an architect she's and an she's artist. an artist, interior designer. Yeah. And so she has like beautiful lines, angles, everything. Yeah. Mine was straight up was like the <laughs> Tiffany's box, that baby blue wrapped in a Ooh. nice little bow. Wow. Tiffany and co that, you know, that like wow, mint so and white. Really, it was, yeah, it was like really very glamorized. Too, like, yeah. It wow. would, it tells, it says a lot. And That's, I think it would be really interesting, you know, whoever down the line, maybe you should do a little I like exercise, do, like, a little know, activity. Thank you. No, yeah. goodness gracious. But it's, uh -huh. it says so much about you as a person and how you <laughs> see box. yourself from you drawing a box. Gosh, it's damn. very That's interesting. Uh -huh. And, um, it's just interesting that you say that because I, I just think about like how I see my heart and I'm like, I'm this little Tiffany and co <laughs> my heart is the shape of this Tiffany and co box. You're seeing yourself <laughs> self reflection. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, I hope to, I don't know. I mean, my biggest and wildest dreams. I'll just put that out here now. Yeah, no doubt. So that maybe one up. day later oh, yeah. down the line, we're like, hey, get happened? it, girl. Um, I would love to act. That's like mm. a big dream of mine. It's always, ha it always has been. Yeah. I just, I just think we need more Korean American actors. Facts. It's not the truth. I, I, I mean, not just K drama. Yeah. I hate like just because I know people, you don't mess with K-pop. I don't. I mean, it's not. <laughs> We should Sorry, cut that part tangent, out yeah. because no, the BTS fans, they're loyal. Like straight they're, up, huh? They're, they're hardcore. The, so we don't want to exclude our K-pop yeah. members. I mean, we don't, not that we hate them. We just, yeah. From okay. a PR standpoint, from a PR standpoint. Let, me, let me be your PR Apologies. agent Thank for you. a second. Thank you, Miss yeah, okay, so, yeah, but continue. Uh -huh. But yeah, we, um, I would love to just... See, not just even if it's me, but just see more Korean American. And I'm not talking about the YouTube miniseries K Town Cowboys. We're not talking about that kind of acting. We're not talking about no, no, um, you know, like those YouTube uh, miniseries. Like I'm not talking about. It. I'm saying. 
big box, yeah. big screen, Netflix. Eaters. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And right, and right. I would just love to see more, not just a side character, not that like alternative friend <laughs> to the main character. I'm talking main character vibes. I'm talking full Speed wardrobe, roll. full trailer. You know, yeah. we need a... <laughs> If I, we need a full trailer, hair and makeup artist, if they ain't in there the with squad. a water bottle and a straw inside, I'm leaving. I'm not oh, going to, I'm not doing man. it. That is hilarious. Mm -hmm. So that is one of your goals though, It's one right? of my dreams. Dream, it's a sorry. dream. It's yeah. not a goal necessarily. I mean, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But it's just a dream. But it's yeah. just a dream. I mean, I've already gotten a chance to work with Netflix on a social stand. Uh, yeah. A social standpoint, yeah, yeah. you know, I worked with them for Emily in Paris. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I worked with them for Over the Moon, mm -hmm. which is, um, yeah, it's beautiful animation, great Chinese American representation. Um, but yeah, so so that's been really cool, and hopefully with that relationship, I don't know what the Lord has, but I think <laughs> excited it'd be really, for I think that. It'd be really cool. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I love how you're living with expectation. Like that's. I really have a lot of expect. I have, I have a lot of ambition. Oh, hey. Yeah. But that... I expect a lot from the Lord. Thank you. That's what, Okay, I didn't want to get Big to all... expectation whole, like, of what God will do. Exactly. because that's what you were... Yeah. Who are we to limit yeah. what he's capable... No, real talk though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like, when I think about like the most... Whatever, the people that we worship in the world, like the <laughs> biggest of the biggest, the richest of the richest, I'm like, they're just as human as we are. Straight up. And it's not like... The Lord didn't, the same God didn't create that person as he did me. So what am I not thinking that I'm not capable of? No, straight up. Yeah. And then like you're a true testament to this because Janet, real talk, like I'm not just kissing your ass, but like back in the day, you straight up said like it was a grind. Like people didn't yeah. know people were. It's still, it's, it's more now than it was. Really? Absolutely. That's, that's what's Just crazy. because it looks like I'm sitting here with my J's <laughs> on, like in a cute little outfit. No, it was. It oh, still OTD. is. Uh -huh. It still is so much work. It's more work to be your own boss now than it was then. If anything, I wasn't sure how it was going to go then. So I was just like doing more it and doing it and doing it. Yeah, but now it's like I've got. I've got deals on the line. I've got due dates. Yeah. I've got deadlines. I've got people like who need this by this time. And you know, like that's, it's just a lot, it's just heightened. It's just like bigger and on a bigger scale. Yeah, it's on a right? bigger scale and I enjoy it, but it definitely is like a nine to five job. It's, it's as if you're working like a full time job and you have responsibilities when you go into work and you have to get things done. Jeez. Yeah. Then if you don't mind just like um, concluding, like mm -hmm. we're, getting to that time where um i would like you to just kind of share some advice i yeah. guess that you'd give to your younger self per se right because we talked about yeah. your message to your future self your actor yeah. self right that oscar carrying <laughs> janet right i'd but like to thank the academy <laughs> award i've already practiced here you want to see where i want to i would like to thank the academy first thank god and my family and then I'd like to thank the Academy for this award. <laughs> if I had an applause button, I would do that. That was awesome. Thank and you then for like doing the that. music will cue, cue? tell me to get <laughs> off the <laughs> stage. <laughs> and you'll be like, but, but. Know, it'll be a Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> Jr. Like moment. His, his moment when he was like, oh, yeah, I'm not getting off goodness. the stage. Oh, for sure. Then yeah. yeah, if you could give advice to your younger self. When you sent me that question, I like 
I kept avoiding it for some reason. I was like, I'm going to prepare for everything else. And then I just like, it just, that question did not come into my mind. I wasn't, yeah, yeah, I just like, was like, it's such a like, I don't know, this doesn't excite me, this question. But now that you ask that, you know, I think to any younger listener, instead of my younger self, because I wouldn't have listened to my younger self. Let me just tell you that much right now. Real but talk if, though, yeah, like, So let's just, let's just move yeah. on. I wouldn't have listened to my, my yes. older self anyway. <laughs> like, you're not cool, okay? Who the F <laughs> yeah. are you? Uh-huh. Um, but if I were to say anything to somebody younger than me is to really stay in your faith and be curious about your faith. Mm-hmm. That's like, curious the, be about. curious about your faith. That's like the one thing that I feel all high school students to college students can relate to is a curiosity because that's what you're discovering. It's like discovery time. So yeah, it's like if you're, if you're questioning or you're curious about these things that the world has to offer, also be curious about the faith that you, you know, that if you grew up in the faith, be curious about that, ask questions, discover, you know, why you why your parents, you know, raised you in the church? Like, why did they do that? Why do, why did the word still exist now and apply more now than it did before? Like, be curious about these things and have questions, come with questions, you know, ask the Lord questions, ask people who are Christian and non-Christian, believers and non-believers alike, ask them questions why they believe what they do. Just, (laughs) I think the biggest thing to not do is to be apathetic or indifferent about your faith and just be like, oh, I don't, I don't care. Like lukewarm about it. Right. It's just like, I don't, yeah, it doesn't So kind of give a shit okay. about the yeah, things that just, matter. Yeah. Just like have a curiosity, Ask the important have questions. an open mind. Yeah. I think that's like a big part of life. Like don't be so for sure about something, but just always take it with an open mind. Like don't be for, so for sure about your relationship with this guy that you've dated forever. Okay. Have an open mind, you I know? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me uh, my younger self. Let's see, I'm telling you, my younger self wouldn't have listened. This is beautiful. Yeah, I would have uh-huh. been like, have an open mind. Be like, you're crazy. I'm getting married. Ring my spring. ASAP, put a ring on <laughs> exactly. it, Exactly. Oh, man. For sure. I mean, that will conclude the interview portion of Yay. the uh, of the podcast. Thank you so much, Jenny. So um, if you don't mind, we just do a quick fire round of questions. Yeah. Just a random question just for you to relax and... Uh, what not? So you want to get right into that? You mm-hmm. ready for that? All right. Mm-hmm. So first question is the worst piece of advice you've ever received. So <laughs> I asked your cousin the yeah, same I know, exact I know, one. I know, I know, I know. And I, know. I stumped him, but I was like, yo, she got this, yo. Yeah. So I thought about this question because I was like, I don't take advice <laughs> from people who I don't don't respect, so I can't remember any uh, worse advice. Oh I really man. tried to think of some. Uh, I really tried to think of some bad advice that I've gotten, but I don't take advice from people that I don't think are worth respecting enough. Uh, so I don't see, remember any. I see what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Like I really think mm-hmm. like when you I were at, thought when I thought like about that, that uh-huh, question, uh-huh. I was like why can't I think of any? It's because I only, like the advice that I remember or I've taken is from people who I think are like, I highly respect in my life. Yeah, who have impact, my siblings, my parents, my pastor, you know, like my boyfriend, like those are people that I, they've given me really golden advice and I've taken it. Worst advice? Yeah, I don't, I can't remember. No, thank you. No, that's a great answer. No, that's, there's no right Maybe using retinol? (laughs) 
whoever gave me that advice because that broke me out like crazy oh my damn yo all yeah. right thank you for yeah, that there answer. you go That's thank you that was yeah that works mm. that works <laughs> all right for sure so next question oh my gosh i love it um that was next question if you weren't doing you know fashion and mm -hmm. beauty and being an influencer mm -hmm. and whatnot what would you be doing what would janet be doing you think Working at Victoria's Secret. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so she's a harmonist and straight up magic. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. Um, uh, welcome to Victoria's Secret. Uh, um, no, I mean, I think I would probably be doing what my parents are doing. But I have issues with what they do. Like, uh, not issues as in, like, with them. But no, I have but issues just with... I mean, and I still do because I'm working in fashion now. And it's like... <laughs> I have issues here and I know what's going on there and you know, whatever, but maybe it probably would be what my parents are doing, probably manufacturing women's clothing. So businesswoman essentially though. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, For sure. Then last question that I want to leave off with you. Or a, I will say, or a housewife, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just saying like, or a gold digger. I'm <laughs> just kidding. You know, if my husband ain't rich, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, do you wait? I if wouldn't you don't mind be working. Me, this is not a question I was gonna ask, but do you do you believe in that? Because like obviously, times have changed. We're in a time where women are. It's all about women, you know, mm -hmm. empowering y'all, mm -hmm. you know, individual like individual, working. you know, working mm -hmm. women like CEOs. Do you think that's gonna? It's gonna just stay that way, or are we gonna have still like the home? the homemakers and uh -huh, you know like the uh -huh. housewife the typical gold diggers and whatnot you know you kidding me i have friends who are like i have literally in my dms men who are like i'm gonna be your sugar daddy oh, like i will pay for everything whatever and then i like screenshot it and make a joke out of it on my dms and my stories and people are dming me like hey if you don't give him my number <laughs> they're like you can give him my number and i'm like oh but Damn. you know as hey, much no hate, as as yeah. much as we live in a society that praises women that's like you go girl get that bread get the head then leave you know we <laughs> it's like a tiktok reference if if you like we live in that kind of society and and i'm all for that like yeah. because i think there's women are just as entrepreneurial and go-getter and and hunter mentality yeah. as men are like i'm hungry you know i'm hungry for ambition i'm hungry for you know what the world has to offer for me but i'm you know I, but at the same time i think once you have kids women women release everything that they've had or they for. they yeah like they release all of their um desires for their children and their i think personal right? yeah like their person they literally like give up their bodies for their children shit. so that's Facts. why i'm like you know i get why it i get why people are like yeah when you're not having children when you have those responsibilities girl get that bread get the head <laughs> then leave you know i get that but then i'm like when you have children and you're a mm. wife changes everything yeah the bible calls you to a different life a, you know and so that doesn't mean you can't work yeah. i mean i know that i'll probably be a working mom too but i think it's just giving up a sense of like my acting dream you know so hopefully i'm gonna be an actress before oh, i get pregnant man. so for sure you know. i mean okay then i'll leave with that then yeah. because honestly just thank you for your time uh, you again janet me. like um if you don't mind like could you say how people can reach you your yeah, plug and whatnot. Yeah. yeah you can find me on youtube mm. tiktok and on instagram at in my seams mm -hmm. 
And that's my S E A M S. Thank you. Your spelling is on point. Yo, thank you for spelling it and not making me do that. <laughs> Call 1 800 S E A M S. Oh my gosh, dude. All right. I'd like sure. to thank the Academy for that one. <laughs> Again, um, thank you, Janet, just thank for your you. time. I'll put all her, you know, her links in the, uh, in all her info in the show notes down below and whatnot. Um, Again, this is the Godsend Podcast. I'm your host, Raymond Chi. And until next time, take care and God bless. Peace. Yo, thank you again for tuning in. For more information on everything you just heard, please check out this week's episode show notes or head over to godsendpodcast.com.